0: Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Here's your host, Stacey Jones.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here with you today, and I want to give a very warm welcome to Sharifa Hardy, who's joining us from here in Los Angeles from Crossroads TV to discuss her over 25 years of experience as a radio host, online marketing specialist, and business consultant. Sharifa served a key role as a consultant and as director of marketing of Punch TV Studios, where she was able to assist the company to expand its reach, gain national exposure, and raise millions of dollars in its initial IPO. In addition to the success Sharifa has experienced at Punch TV Studios, she's also consulted with such companies as the Hollywood Film and Acting Academy, Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles, Pitbull Energy Products, Jordan's Rooter and Plumbing, Southern California Black Business Expo, Radiance Magazine, Sandy Chastain, and Body Studios, and countless other businesses. Along with being an incredibly intuitive expert and influencer, Sharifa is also a published author, her first book, And Here's Your Box, From Laid Off to Loving Life, shared how she became Google's number one ranked professional business consultant by overcoming disappointments, life lessons, and victories with a bottom line technique that reaps success for devoted listeners. Today, we're going to talk about how to best execute effective online marketing and how to monetize both your website and social media platforms to convert into sales. We'll learn what's worked from Sharifa's experience, what maybe could be avoided if you're doing this yourself and not working with an agency, and where other brands might be missing the mark. Sharifa, welcome.
0: Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. I'm so honored, Stacey.
1: I'm so happy to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit about how long you've been doing what you do, a little bit about your background, where you are at, and what got you to where you are doing what you do today? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. It's so funny because people always ask me that question when they see everything that I do. And I always tell them that I am here where I am now simply because in 1994, I wanted to be a stay at home. That was my driving force because I had this newborn baby and I just wanted to spend all the time with her. And so I knew then in 1994 that the internet was the only way that I would be able to make money and stay at home. And so I developed and created my first. Website in 1994, and since 1994, I have always had an online presence in some form or fashion, and so what happened is when I built my first website, all the people I knew were like, I want a website, so I started building websites for them, and then when I started marketing my website, then all the people I knew were like, I want you to market my website, and so I just started like then, and if I would have known in 1994 how far ahead of my time or how, how you know, early I was, I'd probably be a lot further now than I am, but you know, you go through it because I had a website when most people didn't even have a computer in their homes, you know? So now when people tell me, oh, I'm excited, it's my first website. I'm like, it's 2019, (laughs) you know? I've had a website since 1994. But it, it has helped me because when I became a radio host and I hosted Ask Sharifa Radio, that came about because my email was ringing, my phone was ringing, because people always had these questions about online marketing, websites, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. This is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna give you everyone one hour a day, Monday through Friday, to Ask Sharifa. And that's what started my radio career. Then I went from radio to marketing, to being an influencer, being an online marketing consultant. And and then later today, now I own quite a few businesses. My television network, which is Crossroads TV. I have my own PR firm, which is In the News PR. And then I do a couple of other things that I'm pretty sure we'll talk about during the course of this interview. But just wanting to be with my baby is what started
1: it all. That is fantastic. Because I remember back in 1994, and I did have a computer. And I did have like an AOL account, and that was the day of. I mean, people don't understand who are in their 20s today that this was unheard of. We did not grow up with computers being used all the time. We had to learn how to type. On That was something you learned in school. It wasn't just something that was a given, that you have typing skills, know how to do it, know how to open a computer, create a Word doc, work on Excel. So that is phenomenal that you started that so early. Thank you. Of course. So what is the driving force for you that makes online marketing one of the best marketing tactics that you believe in and what makes it so killer that you're here to talk about it today?
0: Oh, you're absolutely correct. Online marketing is killer. It is. And if anyone is listening, who's not utilizing online marketing, they are doing a disservice to their business. And I hope that after they listen to this interview that they go Out And start online marketing immediately. And once they get a hang of it and get used to it, they'll be like, oh my gosh, this is what Sharifa was talking about. It's so wonderful to have an online marketing presence. And the main reason I say that is because I tell people all the time, a website is absolutely nothing more than an electronic business card. It's just a business card. That's what our website is. But you know, when you go offline and you go to networking events or wherever you're going, you pass out business card after business card after business card, but you're out doing that. With a website, you can just, allow, tell anybody, social media, when you're talking, when you're chatting, whatever you're doing, just add a little website URL and people instantly go directly to your website and they can utilize your service. They can pro- and buy your products. And so I love talking about the 90s because I always tell people, you know, when I was growing up, we just got microwaves. You know what I mean? Before then, we there were no microwaves, but then you could have whatever you wanted in 30 seconds, a minute. You know, so I'm a microwave, internet baby. So I want everything instantly. So that's what online marketing offers our customers, the ability to have your services, to order your services instantly. And that's really what you want. You want your email inbox to have notifications of a new sale, new sale, new sale, new sale. And it's easier do, to do that than to go out and try to sell a product or service to somebody. And you use a lot of gas, you use a lot of time, and you use a lot of energy. Where with online marketing, just by putting out ads, you can reach millions and millions of people. So that's why I highly recommend it.
1: So when you're working with brands or individuals and you're helping them ideate and start thinking about building that website and building that online marketing presence, what are some of the projects that you've had the most fun doing and where you've seen some of the biggest wins potentially come in?
0: I I honestly can tell you that it would be with Punch TV Studios because Punch TV Studios, I started with that company in 2013. We took the company public in 2016, and I literally worked for that company for three years without receiving a paycheck. Two of those years, I was an Uber driver while we were writing the filings for the SEC. And so it was just fun because I'm driving around these people, and, you know, my passengers and they're talking, like, you're an Uber driver. And in my head, I'm like, no, not really. But you know what <laughs> I You still have to get that money coming in. So it was so fun because it's one of the few companies that I saw go from nothing, from an idea to raising millions of dollars. And that's a beautiful because there were so many things, so many things that we started that didn't work out. There were so many things that we we just knew were gonna work out that didn't work out. You know what I mean? So I saw so many aspects, and being that it was a television network and being in entertainment, I always tell people, how hard can entertainment be? You know what I mean? You meet celebrities, you see people. And it's funny now because it's very difficult for me to watch any television show or any movie. And I can can turn on a movie and I'll say, I guarantee you in this movie, I will know one of the characters, person, like they're in my cell phone. You know, now, you know, my friends are celebrities. So I learned all this from being at Punch TV Studios, making these introductions. So it was a wonderful experience, which I later took into being a CEO and owning my own television network. So it was just a lot of fun.
1: That's awesome. That's really great. And it's amazing how much Uber has liberated people because it allows you to actually have a passion project, invest in it yourself but still make money on the side absolutely yeah, it's really interesting what are some of the biggest misconceptions when it comes to understanding online marketing
0: Misconceptions, let let me just say this, this may not answer your question, and and if it doesn't, I I do apologize. I'm gonna give you what I I believe is the number one mistake that people make on online marketing and, and websites. Now, being a website designer and an online marketing expert, there are, I have seen some of the most beautiful, 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 expensive websites that ever were designed make no money. I have seen some websites that some people will look at and go, that is ugly or that is unprofessional literally make millions of dollars. And people always ask, how is that possible? What is that about? And I always tell people that no one loves you and your business like you love your business. And so sometimes what we do is we create our social media and we create our our websites in love with it. So we want to put all the bells and the whistles and the little pretty buttons and, and, and the little layout and it's magnificent and it's shiny. But you know what? When people come to it, they have absolutely no idea what you do. They don't know what you do. They don't know what your product is. They don't know what your service is. And so, yes, it's so pretty. It's a pretty picture, just like in social media and especially Instagram. People say, okay, Instagram is about photos. It's about posting photos. So as a business owner, they po- a lot of business owners make the mistake of posting photos that don't generate in the sales, but they're pretty. They're wonderful. you know. Or they post these wonderful quotes. You know, They want to post what Oprah Winfrey has said what Abraham Lincoln has said. All these quotes, because people say, well, quotes get the number one likes, they get the number one shares, and that's wonderful. But, but I always ask the question: How does that benefit your business? If someone shares a, a quote from Oprah Winfrey, how does that help you? It's wonderful that Oprah Winfrey said this because I love me some Oprah Winfrey. That's one of the people I love. This, you know, I, I'm I am going to meet Oprah Winfrey one day. I'm, I always say that, but. How does that help my business to just share something that Oprah Winfrey says or anyone for that matter? Photos, messages, posts that you want to help get customers and clients of sales should have a call to action. What is it that you want the person to do? When they land on your website, what is it you want the person to do? Now, I can be over salesy sometimes because I'm like, buy now, click here, get this. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not really... You know, you have to find that medium between now click here and there's no link in your post. You know, you make a post that's about all the products that you sell, but there's no link in the post. You know, you have to understand that this is a business. There's a rule of thumb that says for every two beautiful, nice um, photos that you share, the third post should be an advertisement. It can be an advertisement because if you're in business you want to advertise you want to promote you want to market so you don't want every post to be about marketing you don't want every post to be a sales post i mean maybe you just want to share photos of your product or service and this is what i do look at this lovely bouquet of flowers we created at our our floral shop okay i'm not trying to push people to buy but be clear on your intention and when you're posted. If what I want that person to do, do I want this person just to admire these this bouquet of flyers flowers? Excuse me. Or would I like the people to buy this bouquet of fly- flowers? Because if you don't know what you want the person to do, the person will have no idea what you want them to do. So always have on your website, have a call to action on your marketing post, have a call to action, and make your website clear and concise. Don't have 862 different things going on, and so people don't know where to do- where to go there's also something which I'm sure you're aware of called the one-click option. Meaning that if you want somebody to buy, they should only be able to make one click from your homepage to whatever your product or service is. And what happens is people put up so much content and, and it's just content and content. And then you click to another page and then content and content, then you click to another page and five pages deep, there's this buy now button. And then people say, I didn't have any sales. And I'm like, okay, did, did you add a buy now button? Did you add a shopping cart? And they're like, yeah, it's on my website. And I go to your website, to their website, and it's five pages in. And I'm like, no, it, your shopping cart, your product that you want them to buy needs to be one click from the home page. So I don't know if that answered that specific question, but that's really the main mistake that I see people make time and time and time again.
1: And so does that apply for service businesses as well as brands? I mean, obviously you have a website and mm-hmm. you have a service business. You're trying to oftentimes market your service to mm-hmm. have someone actually hire you to do something. Mm-hmm. you're a brand, a lot of times you're trying to, on certain types of products, have someone do the one-click and purchase. But other times you're not going to one-click purchase a car, mm-hmm. as an example. Maybe some people will. I'm not going to. So when you say monetize and when you say one-click and, and leading this, how does it differ from different businesses? Like how should different businesses approach this?
0: Well, to answer your question, it one-click is a blatant statement across the board. Okay. Everything that you just mentioned is still one-click, okay. but they just approach it a different way. Let me give you two examples that you just gave me. You said the brand and the purchase of car. Most brands, and when I consider a brand, brands are speakers, brands are authors, brands could be your favorite singer. Those are all brands. And usually a brand still has something they want you to do. What is it that you want you, Want me to do? How is it that you monetize your website? Now, if you're just a feel-good blog and you just want to talk, then we're not worrying about it. But if there's some action you want me to take, that's when you do it in one click. A uh, uh, um, brand They want you to go buy their tickets to their next event. Cool. So on the website, on the homepage, it should have one click to where they can buy tickets to their next event. Mm -hmm. Auto people who sell cars, you're not going to buy that car online, but it's still a one click because guess what I want you to do? I want you to set an appointment to come in and talk to me. So it's that that thing that immediate. This is what I want you to do. So people have to be very clear of as the customer. What is it that you want from me? Ask. You know, scripture tells us, "Ask and you shall receive. Knock and the door shall open." And people are so so in love with their idea that they think everybody will get it. They're like, "Oh, they love my product. They love my show. My, I make the best soup in Arkansas." So they forget to, for they forget the ask. They forget to put that little thing that says, book your reservation today. That's the the ask of what they want to do. Then also people have to understand the mentality of online shoppers. Offline and online shopping is a two, it's different mentalities and let me explain to you why. Offline, say, I say, hey, let's go shopping, Stacey. You, my girl, I want you to go meet to Nordstrom's, right? We're going to go shopping because I've got this date I'm going on and I have to find the perfect black shoes. you like, oh, you my girl. we going to go shopping and get you those black shoes. Now, let me ask you this question and I'm going to pause so you can answer it, then I'll continue. But if, if you and I go to Nord- Nordstrom's and they don't have any black shoes that I like, what's the likelihood of us, meaning you
1: and I, leaving either Nordstrom's or the mall empty-handed. A hundred percent. We're not going to go there, unless we go to another store. Oh, well, we're going to leave Nordstrom's, but we're going to go somewhere else, or you're going to decide you want silver shoes. Right.
0: So, exactly. (laughs) We're not going to leave empty-handed. Why? Because our mission was to go shopping. You use your energy, I use my energy, you use your gas money, I use my gas money. We're going to find some shoes that day. We are not going to come back empty-handed. Now, online is completely different because I'm not leaving my house. Most likely, I'm sitting on my couch looking for black shoes in my pajamas, chilling with a drink in my hand, like, oh my God, I got to find the best black shoe <laughs> ever. So, this is what happened. Now, I don't want just black shoes. I want black shoes at the lowest price I want a free coupon for when I come back. I want Stacy to get half off when she purchase her shoes the next time. I want them to be here today's Friday. I want them to be here on Monday and I want them in a in a purple box with a bow. And free shipping. And you see, you got it, you want on it. And I want free shipping. And the right. reason is, and that's why people don't understand. So as a marketing person, you have to understand that's why it's called surfing the net. You're surfing the net. You're surfing. What do you do when you surf? You go up and down from place to place to place to place. So if I go to the first store that comes up on the net with black shoes and they not giving me all the things we just mentioned, guess where I'm going? I'm a surf on to the next place and surf on to the next place and surf on to the next place. And so you have to be able to grab the person's attention, give them what they want and make it one click and make it so super easy for them that they don't have to think about it because what you don't want them to do is surf on. Okay.
1: That absolutely makes sense. And when you translate that into actually active sales, so mm-hmm. let's say you are um a speaker, a consultant, a service, and you are uh, providing options for Mm -hmm. hiring you, do you suggest doing multi-tiers? You know, there's the whole um, give three options and someone will choose typically the middle option type of opportunity. Is that something that you also advocate? Yes,
0: I I do, because I always tell people not everybody likes apples and not everybody likes oranges. You know, you will never ever be something or someone that everyone wants. So you give the people options, you give the people choices. And so what I'm saying, and I want to make this clear, is I'm not saying put all your information on the homepage. That's not what I'm saying. Sometimes it's simply as having the link in the navigation bar to your services but when they get to your services, give them choices because some people, may their budget may be smaller. Some people, their budget may be, be lower some, I mean, or larger. Some people want the whole shebang where some people just want a little bit, but you never know, or you may not even have realized that you may be missing out on sales if you just say, this is my price, I charge $40, that's it, nothing more, nothing less, but maybe they would have spent $120. Maybe they wanted to spend
1: $80, but give them options. People love options and people love choices. Perfect. Well, so what is the first step that a brand should do to approach making their online marketing plan happen? Is this a go it alone? Is this hire someone to help? Um, What do they actually need to do before they actually sign on and learn WordPress for themselves, which can be a nightmare?
0: WordPress is probably the one um, thing that people use, but WordPress, it can be a nightmare. And um, I recommend, since you asked me for my opinion, is hiring a professional. For everything I do, I always like to hire a professional. And it's funny because my mechanic says, he was like, you know, you're a woman that takes so, you know, you take great care of your car. That's what my mechanic told me. And I said, no, you take great care of my car you put the little sticker on there that says come back january 17th january 17th i come back and you say you need oil you need this and i and i follow it so to me it's the same thing because people can figure out how to, to do a wordpress but is that what you're in business to do mm-hmm. i always hire somebody and focus on the marketing of your business focus on the marketing of your business marketing is the magic marketing is where the money is so i wouldn't i mean unless you really just have the time and the energy because websites take a lot of time and energy they do people may not realize that they do but if you're operating a website correctly it should literally be updated at the very least once a week and if you don't have that many changes then i I always wonder is your business actively growing you know because in a week you should have something that's new. It should be a new product, a new offer, a new service, a new video that you up- uploaded. But you you don't want to do all those things yourself. So you can always get somebody to do that for them. But when starting off in marketing, I always say just be clear on what it is that you're offering. I always say, you know, when you, when you launch your website, after you hire the professional, ask 10 people, 10 people that you know to review your website ask them these two things ask them what you like best about the website ask them what you like least about the website be specific don't say oh it was nice because only grandma will say oh it's nice no i know it's nice but what what would you add what would you change and ask at least 10 people because what you I always look at patterns what is the pattern if seven out of ten people said you know what it's nice but i couldn't really find out how to get to your shopping cart. Bam. Okay, I got to make my shopping cart more obvious. But you want to do that because you don't want to go into marketing even though it is trial and error, completely with trial with in, you know, with trial and error because that's going to cost you a lot of money. So once you get your website up, have 10 people review your website. What do you like best? What you like least about the website? And try to make some changes before you start marketing. Then before you actually start marketing, have an idea of what your budget is. People often come to me and when I do marketing, even when I do PR, I always tell people I'm the most unprofessional professional business consultant there is because I have my own way of doing things, my own rule of doing things, and none of my customers or clients pay the exact same amount. I don't have custom cookie cutter prices. Each one has a different budget, and based on their budget, I can determine the best use of their budget, but it's their budget. So in your marketing plan, you have to determine honestly, like be honest with yourself. If you're going to lie to yourself, then um, it's not going to help you. Some people will try to lie to me, and they'll be like, oh, Sharifa, I would love for you to help me and get my sales up to the top, but I only can spend $100 a month. And I say, okay, well then go back, find some more money, and then come back when you have some money. Because I can take your $100 a month, but you're not going to get any results. And then you're going to be mad at me because you gave me $100 and you didn't get any results right? So let's avoid that whole process because I've been online, like I said, since 1994. If you Google Sharifa Hardy, you will find pages and pages and pages on me, but you will not find one negative word. And I'm not trying to mess that up now, so I don't need no problem. I don't need any complaints. So be realistic about your marketing budget. Not many people know this, but one of the, one of the companies that spends the most on online marketing is Geico the Geico insurance company spends around $13 million a month just on online marketing. That doesn't include television ads. That doesn't include anything else. That just means online marketing. So then let me give you another example of a company that I'm sure you've been to before. We all have, you know, Target, right? If you go to Target, just think in your brain how many different items Target has. You can buy silverware at Target. You can buy food at Target. You can find, buy gifts. You can buy. You can find cleaning materials. You can find clothes at Target. So. Somebody somewhere in Target has taken each and every item and made that of item available and being marketed online So Target has multi-million dollar marketing budget So when you come to me, you say you know what? I want to sell clothes online and I have a hundred dollars I'm like, okay, you want to give me a hundred dollars to market clothes when you're literally competing against Target? Okay, let's you know Let's just avoid all of that. So I'm not saying that a person has to have millions of dollars for marketing, but be realistic because your marketing budget is what determines one word. And that word is reach. It determines your reach. That's the most key to marketing is your reach. And your reach is how many people you are able to reach. When you do Google advertising, they charge per click. That click can be, you know, $5 per click. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, it used to be about two cents a click, and that was in 1994. Now it's probably about 15 cents a click per click, per click. So when you look at a $100 a month marketing budget and it's $15 per click, how many clicks are you really gonna be able to get with $100? Mm -hmm. Plus, if I'm doing marketing, I have to add on the Sharifa fee, so you probably only gonna get about $75 worth of actual clicks and $15 per click. How much advertising are you really gonna be able to get in a month? Now, Google advertising is not the only option. There's Facebook advertising. When people have a smaller budget, I always tell them one thing. if you To be successful, Facebook advertising. Facebook advertising converts to sales, plus Facebook advertising and Instagram are owned by the same company. So when you advertise on Facebook, you're advertising on Instagram as well. Now, Facebook is not gonna charge you $15 a click but they may charge you $4 a click. So if you have a $100 budget, how many clicks are you gonna be able to achieve with $4 per click? So that's what I always tell people, go figure out your marketing plan. And they always say, well, Sharifa, what's your price? It's not about my price, it's about your budget. When you write out a plan, this business owners, and it's why we, when they come to me, I'm always like, this kills me because they're like, but you got to tell me. I'm like, no, you write, your every business has to write their marketing plan. And in your marketing plan, you allocate a certain amount towards marketing. So give me the number you have allocated towards marketing so I can tell you the best use of the money that you have allocated. And then it, and that's kind of how I approach it. Did that answer your question?
1: It does. And I will tell you that in our industry, and in my business as well, I have people who always say, well, how much does it cost? And everything's all over the place because it can cost whatever you would like it to cost because everything is out there and it fluctuates with the opportunity. It works for large companies, small companies, there's so many different things that fly into it. It's amazing how many brands of all sizes, so I'm not going to say, you know, larger companies, have this dialed in either. Everyone wants to kind of have an idea of where success is and what they need to pay versus being a little bit more forward thinking and saying, "I have twenty five thousand, I have fifty thousand, I have a million, whatever it might be," which is a lot more easier to work with and plan from versus the mystical unknown.
0: Yes. Absolutely, yeah. because what happens is for budget 25000 50000 or a million, it, it allows you to differentiate, okay. so now I'm not only just doing Google AdWords, I'm not only just doing Facebook, Instagram AdWords, now guess what, now we can do billboards, now we can do radio advertising, because you have more to work with, so we can use utilize more services, and once I explain it, they, they, they really get it. Yeah,
1: so what do you think is, and this is hard always, what do you think is, the minimum a brand needs to consider before actually pursuing marketing efforts and initiatives? What do they need to say I have at least this much of to, before it makes sense to work with a third party to try to create and draft that marketing plan?
0: Excellent question. You guys are good questions. I like you, but I'm going to answer that in two ways. Okay. I'm going to answer that. I'm going to give you one number and then I'm going to, you know, cause I'm, you can tell I'm long with it. Right. But the first number that I would say that I look for, my soft spot in particular, is $5,000 a month. Now, my second answer to that is this. Um, The Harvard rule of thumb says this. Harvard school of the rule of thumb says that you should have enough money in the bank for five years to market and to operate and to stay in business without, you know, a dime. You should be able to operate for five years. Now, if you go to the SBA, to the Small Business Association, they'll tell you that you should have their number is closer to two years. So two to five years is the number that you should have enough money in the bank to operate whether or not you make one sale. So to answer your question, they should have money in the bank. However, you know, we all know what time it is, what society, what life is like. How many of us actually have about 100,000 sitting in the bank to just, you know, have? And that's where large businesses win because they have what they call a war chest. They have a chest full of money that's sitting there for whenever, you know, because marketing campaign is actually a military term. It's a campaign, it's to go to war. So when you go on a campaign with marketing, and you don't have enough money, you're already behind. So business owners do what I call they make a Hail Mary pass, right? They try to market a campaign that's that's a miracle, you know. And I always tell people I do marketing, not miracles. You know what I mean? I I, I, tr- I can create the campaign, but if you're really if you really only have enough money for this month, then you might not really want to work with me because I'm looking for long-term company customers. It usually takes me about 90 days for me to even get your campaign to where I feel is up and running because things change. I don't I'm not a magician. I don't know what ads convert the best. I can you know give you an idea, I can create them, but I usually start with like 10 campaigns, 10 things that are going out. One may work better than the other. I know how to add, I know how to move, but it's gonna take time for those things to build, take time for us to get comments, take time for us to get results. So I recommend no less than $5,000 a month. But the main thing is that have enough money to operate as opposed to, oh, if I don't make that money in this marketing campaign, then I'm out of business. So when people come to me, that's the one thing I look for is like, okay, let me try to figure out if they're trying to do a Hail Mary pass to save their business, and then I kind of move away because you have to have enough money to operate. And again, that goes back to your marketing plan. Your marketing plan for your company should be a two to five year plan. And so that you're not counting on your profits. You should know what your operating expenses are. Your website hosting costs you how much per month? Your You know, the different expenses that you have to pay for We're right now doing this interview. I know this interview service is not free, so you have to allocate a certain amount of money to your expenses in order to be able to operate as your services bill. So I always say if you wanna start, then I would allocate a minimum of $5,000 per month towards marketing for a small business. Larger businesses, you're looking at 15, 20, but Just make it where you have enough money towards marketing because what happens is when businesses start to suffer or the economy starts to suffer, the one thing they do is cut off marketing. And how can you make money in sales and customers and clients and generate leads with absolutely no marketing? Right.
1: And I think a lot of things that brands I've seen have issues with as well with this is they'll come up with their marketing budget or what they think that's marketing budget or their agency budget. Mm -hmm. And as you said, you know, there's a chunk Sharifa has to make in order to actually be paid for her time to do Mm -hmm. something. And a lot of times I think advertising agencies and consultants are looked at as this is the fee we're paying and we don't necessarily have to pay more for the initiatives and the activations. You're just magically, again, going to make things happen without having a solid budget there in place to work with as well. Yes, I agree. And I I love that. you're good. I like you. I'm going to have to keep you around.
0: (laughs) But you know what the thing about it is people, people tend to have a negative connotation with fees you know and, I, and and for whatever reason they're like oh well you know I'm giving you five thousand dollars and I'm like okay hold on wait a minute you're not giving me five thousand dollars a certain amount of this money is being allocated I have to pay this out even within the news my PR company I can tell people most people don't understand they're like oh I want to be on TV I want to be in magazines I want somebody to to do you know a radio interview on me and I always tell them I said you don't understand where you are living at you live in America okay everything in America is pay-to-play now most people they oh the 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 media love the story yeah they love the story because I just handed them 250 dollars so now they love your story but if I would have just went to them and said hey let me tell you about Stacy. she's the best person in the world they'd be like mm, I do not seen 800 people like her but when I'm like here's 500 dollars they're like oh my god I love that woman let me get her <laughs> into the studio today right so you pay for that. Somebody has to pay for that. Those relationships cost. I have to be able to pay out. I have to pay Google advertising. I have to pay Facebook advertising. And then they're like, okay, but Sharifa, but you're making some money. I'm like, okay, but I, you got to pay me to think. Okay, I have to think about you. Isn't that what you want me to sit here and do? Think about your marketing campaign. Come up with creative marketing ideas at 3 a.m. when I'm trying to sleep and I'm like, oh my God, let me do this. You know what I mean? That's what you pay paying for. And if you don't want to pay for that, I understand. That's why I tell people I'm the most unprofessional, professional business consultant there is. I am quick. When people call me and they start asking me all these irritating questions, I tell them to Google me and then come back. Google me. <laughs> then come talk to me, you know what I mean? Because I, this is what I do. I've been doing this for 25 years. I know what works. I know what doesn't work. You know, they're like, because like people call and say, well, how do I know that you know what you're doing? Okay, well, Google me. Then come back, you know, but I'm not about to do all that explaining and convincing and any of that. I'm Sheree
1: Fahari. You are awesome. You nailed it. I'm just going to take this little snippet. And then when I have clients calling me and questioning, I'm just going to, Pretend I'm you and play it. <laughs> That's
0: why I tell people all the time. That's why I do interviews. Just
1: take this information and hit play. Tell just them, play. Go it. Yes, just play. So, and plus, besides the cost, I mean, you're not necessarily in a business where you're, a, you know, one woman business. You have costs. Besides... Mm-hmm you have employees, you have overhead, you have all these different things that play into any of these marketing campaigns mm-hmm. that are going to happen for the brand as well.
0: Yes. So
1: that a hundred percent comes in. When we talk about wins when we talk about um, making money and monetizing, mm-hmm. what type of ROI, what type of return on investment should brands typically expect to see when they're spending 5,000, they're spending 25,000, 50,000, not 1 million. Like mm-hmm. what, what, they're investing for a while you're going to invest without getting money back. Mm-hmm. But once you hit over that curb, you No, know, it's not a one to one ratio. What should brands be expecting on getting back or when should they realize that maybe what they're doing isn't actually yielding results.
0: For me, there isn't a specific number because that would make that number, you know, the same for everyone across the board. Mm -hmm. And it isn't the same across the board. But this is what I always do with my clients when I start working with them is I monetization is my favorite word because I'm one of those 90s old school. If it doesn't make money, it doesn't make sense. And everything I do when I'm working with clients and talking to clients, and this is the funny thing, and I I, I always share with my clients is that when I was working, one of the last companies that I actually worked for was American Express. Mm -hmm. And I was a trainer for American Express. And so I had to train people on the American Express sales process. And when we would train, they taught the trainers. They told us this is what we were to do. And they would take either an eight-week training course or a 12-week training course, depending on their experience. But whether they took the eight-week course or the 12-week course, they told us day one, This is what you tell them. You tell them, we are a for profit corporation. We are here to make money. And so I bring that into my life, into my business, into my companies, into my interaction with my clients. Because what I found is so many business owners, for whatever reason, they are afraid to make money. They're afraid to even say, we want to make money. We want to make sales. We want to make clients and we want to get the money because there's something in our heart in our psyche in, in the mentality that believes money is the root of all evil. Okay. And it's, Money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. So you can have money as long as everything you're not doing is for the money. So what I do is I say, okay, look, let's look at your business. Okay. You're selling shoes. Okay, so you want to sell those shoes, but also let's look at other ways that you can monetize this because sometimes the monetization is not in the direct sale. There are other ways to monetize your business that you may not have even thought of and so i'm really good at making money in a lot of different ways and so the more ways you have to monetize your business monetize your time monetize that website the, the greater your return on your investment is going to be if you just have one way to get your money back then your return on your investment is going to be a lot less so i'm i always tell people one of the and this is a tip again for for all the people who, who are listening i love to throw events oh I have an event coming up, my Power by Purpose tour in LA, May fourth at the LAX Marriott. It's a bunch of bunch of lovely women speakers, businesses, doctors. We're coming together to empower women. It's a women's empowerment experience. Again, May fourth at the LAX airport. I mean, at the LAX Marriott. But events, you can make. I can make more money in one day, Stacy, than with an event than I can make in a quarter. Because, yes, because you get money from the sponsors, you get money from the ticket sales, you get money from the exhibitor booths, and you get money from your product. So, I'm a speaker, okay? So, the CEO of Crossroads TV at the LAX Marriott, May 4th, speaking about Crossroads TV. All I have to do is show up and speak, but guess what? Because it's my event, I get money in multiple different ways. So, I can make from sponsors, national sponsors. My sponsorship package goes from $1,500 to $10,000 a month, uh, 10,000, not a month, but 1,500 to 10,000. So guess what? If I make three national sponsors at 10,000, that's 30 grand that I made for an event for one day. That's fantastic. You are a
1: very, very savvy woman. I try, I try. We're we're gonna be talking some more, by the way, 100%. 100%. I said, I know, I know, I know I know. We're going to figure this out. We're going to work together, I think. I think we'll figure that one out. So are there any other last bits of advice that you can give to listeners, whether they're from whatever industry, whatever background, what do you want them to remember and take away today?
0: Excellent question. And And when you started to ask the question, I was like, oh, my God, I don't have any more tips. I think that's the most... You know, I said everything and then all of a sudden it just came to me and it said, have fun. And that's my tip. I always tell people, if you do what you love, the money will follow. One of my motivators, and this this will help if, if anyone wants to Google it, I love Richard Branson. Google Richard Branson's marketing ideas. And Richard Branson has a lot of tips on marketing, but the reason that he stands out is because he has a lot of fun. Just have fun. If you've ever listened to um, or saw the case study about Pat Pike's Fish in Seattle, mm-hmm. have you ever heard about Pike's Fish? Yeah. Now, Okay, other people, Google the story because what happened is Pikes Fish in Seattle, which does a lot of marketing and touring on, on marketing and how to market your business, the story is that they were going out of business. The owner didn't have enough money to stay in business, so he told all the guys at the fish market, he said, we're going out of business You know, I can't save the company. Let's just have some fun. And they literally started tossing fish to each other. And because they were having so much fun tossing the fish and the fish was flying, the customers, the people came over to watch and they bought the fish. And so they saved the business just simply by, to a certain extent, giving up and having fun. So do what you love and the money will follow If you are not having fun in your business, find the fun, find the aspect. I love what I do. Why? Because for the most part, I sit around and do interviews all day. That's my life. Talking to people, interviewing, helping people. But I have fun in everything that I do. And I've always said, if it's not fun, I'm like a big kid. You know, if it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. But find the fun in your business. Understand that social media is about what? Socializing. Talk to people. Have fun, make some new friends. If you made 10 new friends today, tomorrow I want you to make 100 new friends. That's the goal, but just meet people. Meet people, meet people, and have fun, and you'll see the the results in your bank. Because I always tell people when my new clients come on, I don't do a lot of reports. Some SEO companies, or marketing companies, or PR companies, they try to fool you with 18 different reports that tell you the click-through ratio and this and that. And I only go by one report, one account that tells my clients that. That I'm working and that's your bank account. If your bank account has increased, Sharifa did her job. So have fun, enjoy life. And that's it from me.
1: Perfect. One last question for you. Okay. For our listeners, if they want to okay. get a hold of you, what's the best way that they can do that? The
0: best way is just call me. Call me when you just, you know, call me. I always say, ask Sharifa. Most of my clients, I don't even, they, they call me and they say the same thing. I don't even know what you do, but Stacy said, call Sharifa. Most of my clients, they don't even know what I do when they come to me. I get the majority of my clients through referrals. So they always call me and they say the same thing. I don't even know what you do, but Stacy said, ask Sharifa. And they call. So just give me a call, 562-822-0965. Again that number is 562-822-0965. or you can visit any one of my websites at InTheNewsPR.com. in the newspr.com and I do a lot of virtual networking events visit my website at virtualnetworkingevent.com.
1: Well, Sharifa, thank you so much for being on today. I've learned a lot. I'm going to be diving into our website a little bit more with our team, looking at some things that we're doing online and how we can monetize better ourselves. And I really do appreciate the time that you spent with us today. So thank you so much.
0: You are so welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. I greatly appreciate it.